friends, this is Owning Her Seat, a podcast representing women who break through glass ceilings in entrepreneurship, culinary, and hospitality. Here with me today is Suzanne Bazethan, and she is the owner of Buttermilk Kitchen, and she's here today to talk about how she's pivoting in a pandemic while running her own restaurant and publishing her latest book. Suzanne, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. So you have so much going on right now. You have Buttermilk Kitchen, which is an amazing restaurant. You have the latest cookbook and not to mention the Milk Drop Biscuit pop-up. How are you pivoting during this pandemic? Uh, It's been tough. You know, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It was kind of a a panic at first, but it's been it's been exciting. I feel like you just kind of has to have to hustle and, and figure out what the next thing is. And obviously, just like every other restaurant, we've we've pivoted to more of a to-go um, platform, um, but, you know, it, it's been exciting just kind of figuring it all out. I love it. So tell us about Milk Drop. I mean, you've sold out 300 biscuits in five <laughs> minutes. It was very impossible for me to get some biscuits. How, how did that come about and why did you decide to launch it? So Milk Drop is kind of, I call it my biscuit lab, right? So over the years, Buttermilk Kitchen has always been known for our, our biscuit And this is just kind of a twist on the beloved biscuit. It's kind of a collection of ideas I've had in my head for years. Um, And you can expect things like the pop drop, which is kind of a play on a pop tart. And it's stuffed. um, The the ones that I've done so far have been vegan and they've been made with coconut milk and they're stuffed with strawberry jam or my personal favorite is stuffed with like a brown sugar streusel and drizzled in a cinnamon glaze. So it's very like innovative twists on just like your average type biscuit. And it's pre-order only. We do it like usually like once a month or every five weeks. It's pretty sporadic. And then you pick up on either like a Friday or Saturday and it's been going really well. We've just, uh, we just finished our third one. So we're going to see where it takes us. Oh my goodness. So how is it owning, being a restaurant owner as a woman in a predominantly male dominated industry? You know, honestly, I get this question a lot, but I feel like it's helped me. And yeah, I think that, you know, I, I would be lying if I said I was never judged or discriminated against because I'm a female, but I almost feel like it it makes you dig down and work harder. And I really do firmly believe that no matter what you do in life or in this world, that if you keep your head down and work hard, you're going to be successful. So I just think that anytime I've been, you know, judged or undermined or whatever it is, I just say, okay, I'm going to prove you wrong. Like, get out of my way. I'll just cook better than you. I'll cook faster than you. And it kind of drives me. So I love it. So let's talk about Food Network. Literally, as a food influencer (laughs) content creation, Everyone who starts off as a chef, they want to be on Food Network, yes. and you have done that. Tell me about your experience being on Shop Chopped. And, you know, it's kind of funny when you bring up the Food Network, like chefs wanting to be on it. Watching the Food Network, watching Rachel Ray is actually why I went to culinary school, yeah. as cheesy as it sounds, but um, Food Network was a, was a big influence on my on my cooking journey, I guess. So I was on Chopped about over 10 years ago now, and... Um, crazy, exhilarating, exhausting experience. It was insane. Um, but, you know, fortunately for me, I won and it's been, it's to this day, I get probably asked about it almost every day. Wow. Yeah, that's it's huge. a very successful, popular show. So 
it was it was amazing, just amazing opportunity. And you know, people will ask you constantly what was in your basket and who your judges were. So I've had a lot of fun telling people about the experience. But no, just just super blessed that I get to say that I was on it, um, and that further led into other opportunities with the Food Network. So I've been on Guys Grocery Games and Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. And so it really opened the door for me to do other things with them. So I've just been very lucky to, to, to have that in my pocket. I love that. So what advice would you give someone who wants to take kind of the route that you, I'm a female, I want to open a restaurant? What advice would you give? Because you have good days and you have bad days. And what advice would you give someone who... Want to take that route. The biggest advice that, that I could give and take away is make sure you love it. It is a labor of love. Restaurants are not fun. They're not, you know, I think people get this this common misconception of, oh, let's open a bar. Let's open a restaurant. It'll be so fun. It is the some of the hardest work that is out there, and it is very labor intensive. And so you just, you have to love it, and you have to work really, really hard and ha- get good people. Um and you have to completely lose your ego, which it's hard for chefs to do and, and just have tough skin. And, you know, just that would be my biggest advice is just get ready to work hard. So what gets you through those tough days when you're frustrated with, you know, being an entrepreneur, you go through savings, you go through stress, <laughs> you go through everything. What yeah. keeps you going on the tough days? So not necessarily in this order, but meditation, <laughs> exercise and wine. <laughs> in whatever order you want to put that in. No, but I, I, I try to stay, you know, I try to eat healthy. I try to get enough sleep. I try to take care of my immune system and my body and I try to be healthy as possible. But it, it's tough. It's challenging. It's definitely challenging. I love it. Do you have a morning routine? I do have a morning routine. Really? Okay. Do you feel like that helps your productivity? As uh, Absolutely. Okay. I think, and it's hard, you know, it's so easy to do the wrong thing, right? But I what I try to do every single morning is get up and move for 15 minutes, whether that be yoga, a walk around the block. We just got a puppy, so that's helped us stay active. Um, but I try to do that first before I do anything else. I do not look at my phone. I don't open the computer. I have just some me time. And then I'll drink a tea or something like that. And then what I've been also doing, most importantly, is I always eat breakfast. And I know that's probably funny for some people. I have a breakfast restaurant. They probably think yes. I <laughs> breakfast all the time. But, you know, when you're busy and you're professional, usually it's out the door, you know, energy bar or whatever is like the, the thing you can grab. But I really try to take time for myself and sit down at the table and, and eat something and have my coffee. And it's it's, it's grounded me a lot. And it's helped tremendously. So I love that. Okay, so we're going to talk about dessert. Okay. okay. What are some of your favorite? Love dessert. <laughs> love dessert. Huge what, sweet tooth. What is your favorite dessert to consume and your favorite dessert to make? Oh, gosh. Okay. Favorite dessert to consume is probably carrot cake. Um, favorite dessert to make? Probably the chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. I would say chocolate chip cookies or some form of cookie. And then we've actually been playing at Milk Drop, our pop-up, we've been doing a lot of dessert biscuits. So that's been super fun. I love it. Too. But just anything creative. I don't really like making the same thing over and over again. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a super creative person and I need something, like I always need to work on something different. So I love it. Um, and banana bread. Is, I love banana I love. bread. I don't know if that's technically a dessert. But it's, it's breakfast or dessert, however you want to do it. I love banana bread, but no nuts. 
I do not like nuts in it. Really? I do like nuts in mine. That's okay. Well, yeah. We just won't eat the You want to judge it. I need to <laughs> that just right. share with you. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining me. So at this segment, tell me anything you want our listeners, viewers to know. So to, well, I, uh, you said anything to talk about. Yes. Guess, anything right? to talk about. So, so you can even ask me a question I'll if ask, you want. I'll put you in the hot okay. seat because you eat a lot, right? I do. And you're going around. So what is the best meal you've had in Oh, there's been so many. Besides Buttermilk Kitchen. I'm in. Okay, so here we go. I recently went to a restaurant um, called Farmed, and it was a very intimate dining experience. It's located um, it? in Tucker, okay, okay. Um, uh-huh. Lakeside Parkway. Shout out to Chef Schuler and uh, Sean Rush. Is um, that uh, Darian Schuler? Yeah. So he was, you know, that he was my culin- um, one of my teachers in culinary. School. No, I had no idea. He's, He's very amazing. popular in these streets. Everybody, everybody knows really him. Really tall guy. Yeah, right? with yeah. the voice, the deep voice. Yes. yes. So it was really. What is his first name? It's not. It's not Daryl. Daryl Schuler. Daryl. Gosh, yes. So it's in the Oh, he was my favorite. He's he's a good guy. And <gasps> we had amazing. an actual dining experience which was awesome and it was very intimate and it was very it was just an experience. You know how sometimes you go to the restaurants and it's just like the food is great but the ambiance isn't it's there. It's not all about or, the food. Exactly. Yeah. It was a full experience. We were greeted with champagne. We had we learned education as what we were eating and it was just a true dining experience. The decor was amazing and then he like showed us the receipt. I think it was like 10 or 11 of us. And he prepared this incredible meal, 60 bucks. Oh, that's so, oh, he's so incredible. I'm so glad. Is it his restaurant? Well, it's, it's, it's a school, so it's broken up. So it's Schuler Institute, it. and they're, like, teaching teenagers how to, like, chef. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, like, things that, like, a lot of people don't know, like food costs and, you know, overhead and cleaning and the, the kitchen and things and like then- that. So it's not only that. They're doing, like, something amazing, and it's in Tucker. And I say all the time, like, there's so much more to – Atlanta than just Atlanta. We have great places throughout the city from Swanee to Tucker to Augusta. So sure. I'm very happy that they did it in Tucker and it was an amazing dining oh experience. Gosh, that's incredible. Yeah. Second up would have to be Atlas. Cause I haven't been there yet. What? I know. You have to go to Atlas. It's, a, it's an experience. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Okay. What about, do you like tacos? I love, I mean, yeah. I best taco. Tacos. Who has the best taco? Okay, so there's this food truck called the Pretty Taco Truck. The Pretty Taco Truck. And it's, like, located in Triton Yards, and they have, like, an oxtail taco, and Mm. it's really good. I think the second runner-up would be – I don't even know the name of this place. It's, like, one of those little, like, supermarkets. Like, it's, like – Is it down by the prison? No. What prison? They call it prison tacos. What prison tacos? No. Everyone says (laughs) that this is one of the best – Where is this prison? The penitentiary is is down on Boulevard. Like, if you go all the way down, you'll run into it. And there's a little market right next to it that is, and they coined it prison tacos, and they make all their own tortillas. Oh, it's like legit. Well, that is new on the bucket yeah. list. I have you not check been to out. prison, nor have I had a prison taco. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're but not it in is. <laughs> Try not to go to prison when you go there. You'd- but it is right next to it. Okay, so, so we're okay. So what about you? What are two places you have family coming in town? Uh, they want a bomb dining experience. You're not cooking. Where are you taking them, and why? Okay, well, there's a lot. There's a lot of places. I know. Um, I think if you want something, like, really fun and different, I love Gun Show. Kevin is the best. I love Kevin. He's a gym. He's a gym. We'll shout out to Kevin. Hey, Um, Kevin. Even though he's a guy, you know. I know, I know. He may be an honorary guest. You never know. (laughs) But he's pretty cool. Gun Show's awesome. It's an experience. It is an experience. Oh, gosh. I like... 
Beetle cat, I like. The, the lobster roll. The lobster roll's awesome, and I just, I really like the um, atmosphere. And I like the little um, place in the den. That, yes. Like, that's like that 70s show. Yeah. That's what it ri- reminds My me of. My loves that It's place so cute. The donuts are yeah. divine. I haven't had the donuts. Now, do you have a favorite donut place? I don't really like donuts. What? I, I, I'm not a muffin donut kind of girl. I don't have a sweet tooth. Like, so, like, my, like, favorite sweet is going to be, like, a creme brulee with some berries or something like that. I'm not okay. really, like, a cupcake. What about pizza? I love Antico. But it's, yeah. it depends on what type of pizza I want. Do I want, like, Neapolitan style? Yeah. Or do I want, like, a deep dish like Nancy's? Mm-hmm. Or do I want a Detroit style like, you know, Nani and Rafi's? Have it's, you been there? I've yeah, not been there, it's but a, here it's incredible. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, it depends on what kind of pizza I'm in the mood for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Make sure you guys follow Suzanne on yes. her YouTube. Yes, my uh, new YouTube. Okay. So, so where Suzanne can everybody Hunt. follow you at? So they can follow me. Go to Instagram at Suzanne S. Vizethan, uh Buttermilk Kitchen, Milk Drop Biscuits. I also have a link tree on my Instagram. Who are you right and now? Then, I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> listen, this is the time to hustle, all right? Um, and then my YouTube channel, which we just started, is called Suzanne at Home which kind of just follows the life of me and my fiance and our little puppy and our new house and our upcoming wedding. So check it out. We will. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming, Suzanne. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) Anytime for you. Support Suzanne and your own appetite by visiting Buttermilk Kitchen in Buckhead or try her recipes at home. Her new cookbook, Welcome to Buttermilk Kitchen, will be available for purchase online and you can connect with Suzanne on social media. Find her handles and more information about Buttermilk Kitchen and her new book in the description of this podcast. Thank you for listening to Owning Her Seat. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to support this podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Eating with Erica. Thanks again, and until next time, own your seat.